Okie dokie. YFTers, how goes it? I am tired. You're going to hear it in my voice. I'm sorry. I'm a little tired today. We were at Joe and Serena's wedding over the weekend, and then we flew back last night and got back late, and yeah, I am a little grocky. But don't worry. The show will go on, and I will still do a pretty good job, I think. I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, who knows? Obviously, I have a lot to talk about in terms of Joe and Serena's wedding. This is going to be one of those episodes. I hope that doesn't annoy you, but... I feel like a lot of people will be interested in hearing the goings-on at the wedding. Should we call the brand eye? Should we call the brand eye? She wants to hear all about this wedding. I know it. I know it to be true. Actually, she's not going to listen to any of it because any story that I tell, she doesn't give a shit about. <laughs> Let's call her. Let's call her up. Let's call her. Let's call her up. The brand eye. Hello. How are you? I'm a little jet lagged, but I'm good. Why are you jet lagged? Because I just got home from vacay. Oh, that's right. You got back from vacay. Vacay. Jet lagged. Did you have fun? I did. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I'm glad to I have- I love a trip, you know? I mean, who doesn't love a trip? Who doesn't love a freaking trip? I just got back from a vacay. Uh, vacay. You were in South Carolina. I was. I was in Charleston. Old Charleston town. I've actually never been there. How crazy is that? I've been to Charleston. I almost went to school there. Shout out to Call to Charleston. It was my second choice pick. The reason why I wanted to go, because the ratios to from girls to guys was seven to two. So I thought, you know what? Even as dorky and skinny as I am, I could probably pull down some ass there. But the reason why I didn't go there is because the graduation rate, at least at that time, was like 40%. My dad's like, you're already stupid. I don't know if this is where you need to be going. Got it. So I decided to go to Old Miss, where I, I'm sure the graduation rate, it's around there anyways, but, yeah. you know, anyways. Um, I hear great things about Charleston. I got to say, like, so I, I obviously went there when I was in, um, like, a senior in high school, because I was looking at the school, and I liked it mm. then. I haven't been back, and then we went back for Joe and Serena's wedding, and let me just say, that town fucking rocks. Heard that. It absolutely rocks. Here's how I can describe it to you. It's New Orleans... Mm. but it doesn't have a bunch of assholes throwing up everywhere and people showing their tits everywhere and like fall down drunk and it's clean. It is New Orleans, but just without like the grossness that is New Orleans. Sure. How's the weather? Well, we went right after a hurricane. Oh, good. That was, Humid? No, actually, it was nicer there than it is in LA. Like the high was like 85 when we were there. Mm -hmm. And in LA, it was, you know, 97 or whatever. So it was kind of nice. And I think that hurricane that came through kind of sucked, you know, it just sucked all that heat and that moisture out of the, out of the air. So it was, it was lovely, highly recommend. If it wasn't okay. the fact that we had to take two flights, there's no direct flight to Charlotte mm -hmm. or to Charleston from LA, even from LAX. So we got to do the Burbank to Dallas, Dallas to Charleston flights. So it wasn't terrible, but if there was a direct mm -hmm. flight or if I lived on the East Coast, because on the East Coast, it's like an hour, hour and a half flight, right? Yeah. I would be there all the time. Now we're talking about it being like, we should get a group of people together, get an Airbnb on the water and go out there with some buddies, play golf, Go to all, there's all, there's a ton of museums. The town's so old, you know, have a spa day. It was oh. just, and the place that, um, Joe and Serena had everyone kind of set up at different hotels, but we stayed at the one where they were staying called the Charleston place. Not an ad should be great hotel. The restaurant, fantastic spa, 
awesome. Rooftop pool and bar area, very good. Two thumbs way up. No complaints. And then you're right in historic downtown, so you can walk. We walked everywhere. Why did they get married in Charleston? Is somebody from there? I do not know, because she's from oh. Toronto. That's and what I thought. He is from Chicago. That's right. So, yeah, just a pretty place, I guess. I think they wanted a place that was kind of centrally located for everybody that wasn't too much of a schlep from both, you know, Toronto and Chicago. It is beautiful. Like, I totally understand why they why they picked the place. It's similar to Nashville in the fact that it's it's a lot of these old brick buildings that have been repurposed. And so everything's got a lot of, like, culture and class and antiquity. Like, it's just a very cool spot. Cute. I want to go. You should go. I highly recommend. You should have gone for the wedding, but I guess you weren't invited. I wasn't. That's okay. You don't really know him that well. I think you only hung out with him at my wedding, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sweet guy. Love Joe. He really is, like, one of the best guys. And Serena wasn't at your wedding because she had COVID, I think. Yeah, she had COVID. Yeah. Just, I, I, mean, I never met her either. Crazy. She's the best. She seems so sweet. It's funny because I'm, I'm closest from the Bachelor world with Dean, Kaylin, and Joe and Serena. Like, And, and if I'm being honest, both Kaylin and Serena are very similar. I They're can see that. They're unbelievably in good shape. <laughs> like, frustrating. You're like, Jesus, how, what do you, how do you do this? Drop dead gorgeous, but then like the sweetest, kindest. Like I've never, I've never heard either of them say like anything mean about anybody or anything, which as the person I am, I can't understand that. <laughs> you know, that's not in my blood, yep. mm -hmm. but I am now. Well, I think we got to, we got to spitball a little bit. Am I Reverend Wells? Am I Brother Wells? Am I Pastor I like Wells? Reverend. Reverend, you know what, what I am. Because if I'm right. just Brother Wells, I could just be like... A cool pal of yours. Yeah, I like Reverend Wells. Rev Wells. Yeah, Reverend Wells I, I like a lot. But anyways, like you should know now that I, I popped my cherry as a, a wedding officiant. Yeah, maybe not, maybe not the best choice of words. I oh, yeah. am officially a wedding officiant. Wow. I heard it's on social media. I heard yeah. that you uh, even got mentioned in the vows, which is just incredible. Well, let's play that bit because it, it's it, too cute. It is really, really funny. And her, her reaction was just perfect. So I think she knew it was coming. I did not. Joe had told me, like, I got something really funny to, to say. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, OK. I mean, Joe is very funny. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see this. But I wasn't sure of what I was getting, and I'm so caught up in what I'm trying to do and doing a good job of like being efficient that I am paying attention. But like I'm also like, okay, the next bit or the next beat is you know rings and we, whatever it is, you know. So I'm like halfway there, and you can see, you can see it takes me like a fraction of a second to get the joke. You yeah. can see the laugh that I give. Yeah. And then you see like the the real the real yes the, the gears turn and go oh let me see if I can find the yeah let's hear it yeah I remember walking down to the beaches of paradise very pessimistic I even told myself just leave this place single but as soon as I hit the sand I was a nervous wreck I started losing it I was anxious straight panic and then there you were. Brown eyes, beautiful smile, curly hair. I took a deep breath. I walked over to you and said, Walls, I'm so happy you're here. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was good. <laughs> uh. Dear Serena, 
<laughs> Dear Serena, I promise the rest of my vows are solely for you. So good. So good. Very funny. I was funny. I was heartfelt and I think I was really funny. I did 20 minutes of like heartfelt shit and stand up and got like a lot of good laughs. Joe, Joe got the biggest laugh in <laughs> one minute of talking. And I, that makes me so happy. But I was just like, motherfucker, I had this whole thing and I was killing. And then all of a sudden Joe comes in there with one zinger and it just absolutely takes the house down. But it was a really beautiful wedding. I've got more stuff that I can share. And I will, like, as I just posted my first photos of it, but I got more stuff. But the wedding was absolutely beautiful. Let me just say, I love both of their families, okay? But I really, really love Joe's family. Whatever you think Joe's family is, that's what it is. Just that's so, exactly what they Just are. so you know. They are the most <laughs> Italian, Chicago people. Everyone sounds like this. Everyone's name is Joe or Joey or Joanne or Joni. They all have the same name. <laughs> I get there. I get there. And we're like in the lobby and his dad comes up to me. And whatever you think his dad looks like and sounds like and acts like, you're right. It's exactly what it is. He looks exactly like Joe, but like, you know, like a little bit bigger because he's a bit older. He's got gigantic hands just like Joe does. He sounds just like Joe. And he comes up to me. He goes, hey, I know you're the guy that's marrying him. I'm Big Joe. And I was like, of course you're Big Joe. And then someone came over and they were like, hey, I'm Joe. And I was like, okay, cool. And then someone was like, hey, I'm Joanne. I was like, what the fuck is happening here? Everyone's Joe. Everyone's Joe, except for his brother, who's Johnny. <laughs> thing he's got a cousin this is my favorite thing in the world this is my favorite thing in the world and i'm not disparaging i just think it's so it's like it when I, he told me what his name was i was like i almost feel like that's racist but i guess not he comes up to me and he goes hey i'm joe's cousin my name's spaghetti and i was like shut the fuck up your name's not spaghetti and he's like yeah my name's spaghetti and i was like so i call you spaghetti the entire night like that seems disparaging there's against no him. fucking way i swear to god I, and, and here's the thing sarah and i hung out with spaghetti and his wife until five o'clock in the morning on saturday no. into sunday yes my only complaint about charlotte is like the bars close at midnight and you're like what is happening here we need to keep going so we end up going to a pizza joint that was open until like two o'clock we end up in like the entire town comes to this pizza joint so we get this pizza we go into a like a a liquor store we get like a bottle of wine and we walk to the courtyard of our hotel which you're not supposed to drink outside but i think we were like who the fuck cares so we open up a bottle of wine we're sitting there drinking out of plastic cups eating pizza until like five in the morning with joe's cousin spaghetti and it was so great there is no freaking way i swear to god love joe love serena they're the best how many people were at the wedding was it pretty big it's about 130 there was a lot oh, of bachelor nation there Really? I can go through it. Nick and Natalie were there. Tasha was there. Bree was there. Andrew was there. Andrew's got a new new lady friend. Oh, good. Oh, Kenny and Mari were there. Anna and Bukowski were there. It was well represented in the Bachelor world. A couple producers were there. It was so lovely. And I will say this. I'm open for business on doing weddings. I'm going to charge people if, like, I don't for know sure. you. I've got a cameo, but I don't really use it. But I'm thinking that my cameo needs to, like, switch over to, oh, like, if you want to book Reverend me Wells. for Reverend Wells. 
So anyways, I've now done it. I'm, I did make one mistake. I forgot to tell everyone to sit down. You may now be seated. They're here. Let's go. And then I did like my first bit, you know, and then everyone started looking around. Then everyone started to slowly sit down. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yes, everyone can sit down now. So I did screw that up. So I, I, there was a learning moment. Um, That's good. When Joe and Serena did their vows, after Serena gave hers, it was like, oh, he went in and kissed her. And I was like, no, nah. everyone was like, no, no, no. They kissed before the, like, you may kiss the bride thing, which was hilarious because they're already married. But, like, I was like, come on. And then for the Amateurs. for the I do's, Joe, this is, like, the I do part or whatever. I go, like, do you, Joe Amabili, take Serena Pitt to be your lawfully wedded wife? And he goes, I do. And I was like, I have seven more things. You got to listen to all of them b before you say I do. <laughs> so, like, it, it kind of went off the rails a little bit. Was there a rehearsal? Yes, but it was like before the rehearsal dinner in a different place. Oh. Here's the thing. The, the wedding uh, planners did an amazing job. I'm very good at like blocking and like knowing where people are supposed to be. And there was a, po a point where the wedding person was like, Wells will tell you what to do, Big Joe. Like, don't, he's got it. And I was like, well, I do not have it. What You're are like, you talking about? That is not my job. <laughs> I have never done this before in my entire life. But now that I have done it, I mm -hmm. can do it very, I, I know I can do a good job. When they found out that I had never done it, everyone was like, are you nervous? And I was like, no, I'm not nervous. Like, I don't have, I don't have nerves talking in front of people. I have a book. I can just read it. I would be nervous if I had to go off book for it. But I'd gotten to a point where I, I think I could have gone off book, but it didn't matter. So I was like, no, I'm not nervous. And then I'm standing up there as it starts. And Joe walks down, Serena walks down with, you know, her dad and, you know, they're crying and, you know, Joe hugs her dad. And I had this flash back to when I got married. And I remember being up there, Jesse Ferguson is marrying us. And I remember thinking, this is the, this is the biggest day of my life. This is the most important, the biggest moment of my life. And I flash back to that and I go, oh my God, I think this is the biggest moment of their lives together. I cannot fuck this up. And then I got the cold sweats and I was yeah, like, yeah. oh no. <laughs> What have I, what have I agreed to? <laughs> like, it's one thing to do like some, you know, some speech at a wedding and like get some, get some yucks and then fucking get out of there. But it's a whole mm -hmm. other thing of like, you know, there was a grandma there FaceTiming with a great grandparent, you know, to make, she, and I was just like, man, it was great. And then Joe and Serena did a really sweet thing, which I, I think I will share on my, uh, social media lady later is that afterwards we were at the reception and, you know, they're thanking everyone. And they're like, the, I think the last person we need to thank is Wells. Wells, you served us a lot of shots in, you know, in Mexico. But we, this time we want to serve you. So come up here and we all took a shot of tequila together. That's cute. Did your boy get drunk? Oh, yeah. Because I was a good boy up until the Were wedding. You? I was a good boy. I was a good boy up until the wedding. I wanted to get through that, you know, make sure I did yeah, a good yeah, job. But course. then once once I got like that anxiety gone, I was like, your boy's getting fucked up. Time to turn it up. Yeah. <laughs> So the, the priest went from the holy man to being like, what's wrong with this guy? That's funny. Yeah. All right. Well, so, that's so cute. Yeah. Thanks. So if you ever get married. I'm not, but okay. I got you. Sure. Reverend Wells is here to stay. Rev Wells. Rev Wells. Should we show the show? Definitely. Yeah. You go. I've talked enough for the past okay. couple of days. Sure. Yeah. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy, Reverend Wells and Brandy, Rev Wells and Brandy. 
All right, YFTers, I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my bowl and branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch, B O L L A N D B R A N C H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. Do you have favorite things, bro? Well, I feel like there's a lot to talk about, kind of. Yeah, a lot of things have happened. A lot of things are happening. You know, I used to get my news from Twitter, and now I find myself getting my news from TikTok. Yeah. I'm not sure that's a good thing. I feel I like I'm probably just going backwards in the whole, like, reliable source situation. Yeah. Have you seen what's happening at Burning Man? Oh, my God. I love it so much. <laughs> it is my it is my favorite thing that has happened. It's, it's number one on my list of favorite things that are happening in our little notes section. It is so fucking crazy, and it's like Firefest. But but like all like but like accident. But you know they're gonna make a Netflix show about this. No, they have to. Like for sure. And my favorite part so far has been all the escape videos. Like Diplo and Chris Rock oh, I know. escaped, <laughs> and someone like videos them in the truck the whole way. Yeah, and it's just too good. I think it's Diplo. <laughs> Diplo is the one who's videoing it. No, Diplo is in the video though too. I think he's doing selfie. Okay, I wasn't sure. I was just like dying because Chris yeah. Rock was like. Yeah, I was a DJ before DJs made any money. And yeah. if I'd known I could make some money, I would have never told a joke in my life. I was yeah. cracking up. But man, it's pretty crazy. And I was just like, thank God I am not at Burning Man. For those of you that don't know, which I'm sure you do, but if you don't, Burning Man is a, effectively, it's a big festival that they do every year in the desert. And it all kind of like crescendos, climaxes to them lighting a giant wooden man on fire. Have you ever been? I've never been, and I will yeah. never go. It, I would rather go to Birmingham than Burning Man. It sounds like the worst fucking experience of my life. And they call themselves burners, which, shut up. A lot of it are just normal people that just, like, go and whatever, do drugs and one with nature. But a lot of it, what it really is, is, like, very, very rich people mm -hmm. wanting to experience what it's like being a poor person, I guess. Like, living living on the land and... Yeah. So everyone either camps or RVs like yes. there is no lodging because you're so far in the middle of nowhere and so the rich people what they do is get like outrageous RVs yeah. and make like little RV communities from what I've heard and I've also from what I understand also like there's no monetary exchange in Burning Man mm. like everyone trades for shit which is actually kind of cool but yeah so it's just like our it's like RVs everywhere and like and like car camps and tents and things like that I have a video. A guy talks about it, which which makes me very happy. Here's an update from Burning Man. Everybody wants to know the conditions. 
It is chaos. Just mud everywhere. Disgusting. It has been raining all night, and it's supposed to rain again in about an hour. Amazing. And uh, no one's going anywhere. No one's coming in, no one's coming out. No one wants to come in there. Yeah, the portos are flooded and overfull, and they cannot get the sewage trucks in here to evacuate them, so. Okay, this is my favorite part, right here. It's all these rich fucking idiots who've only ever shit like on a Toto, who have to crap in, you know, port johns but they can't get the shit suckers in there to, to suck all the shit out. So they're overflowed. So it's a bunch of people having to shit in already mud that looks like shit. There's gotta be a place where everyone's like, this is where we're gonna go shit, okay? This is our new shit pile. And that makes me so happy. <laughs> You're so terrible. So it is getting interesting, that's for sure. I bet it's interesting. Okay, and this mud is so much different. It is so sticky. It sticks to itself. Your boots become 10 pounds. Okay, also, I love this. This mud's different. No, no, no. You've just never experienced mud, but this is just what mud is. <laughs> this mud's different. No, it's just mud, guy. It's crazy. To top it all off, we learned that Georgie is not waterproof. So this is their RV. I have all my clothes hanging up because everything got soaked. Because uh, it so rained. We took a tarp and we wrapped it to get through the night. But 40-year-old RV, I mean, what are you going to do? Fuck your burn, right? You hear it say there, fuck your burn, right? You know that that's like a saying that's happening there. Oh, for sure. They're like, oh, man, fuck your burn. <laughs> oh, man. God, I love <laughs> it so People have tried to drive down the streets and some cars have got stuck, so they just left them. Take a quick walk around camp and show you what we're doing. It's Saturday and the burn got canceled. All the burns got canceled. So everybody's mad rushing to pack up while we can while it's not raining. So here we are wrapping up the Tactical Gecko in our little camp. and It's, it's work. I haven't had to do this in years, but I have to work. I have to do something. Also, the burn got canceled. I... Love that that's something people are saying. People are still partying though, man, you hear it. We're in the city right now, so you're not seeing like all the cool stuff. It's just roads and camp. But each camp is, you know, themed, so they do their own thing. We had a little grotto and bar set up in here with a pole dancing stage and a dance cage. And then, you know, obviously the robot we usually take out to deep playa. But you know what they say, you don't get the burn you want, you get the burn you need. No, nobody says that, sir. No one has ever said that in the history of the world. Or no one's ever said that, not on all the Molly, I guess. <laughs> but I gotta listen to that again, because I, <laughs> I'm amazed. And uh, I guess I needed to go to work. Uh, you don't get the burn you want, you get the burn you need. And uh, I guess I needed to go to work. Yeah. Everybody there needs to go to work. Oh, Everyone no. there. <laughs> you need to have jobs that you can't be doing this, okay? Go to a music festival like a normal human being or do drugs in uh, a house like everybody else. I love the, I guess I gotta go to work now. That is so funny to me. And I do, okay, I do feel bad. Mm -hmm. I'm not completely heartless, but I do think it's hilarious. I was seeing some crazy shit on my feed where people were like saying that like the mud, if it gets on your skin, it's like causing weird boils and stuff. Is that all fake? I don't know, but I hope, I, I mean... <laughs> I kind of hope it's real. They got some kind of like like burn sickness. I don't know, but I saw a couple, like just a one or two people walking around barefoot in some of these videos, and I was like, Whoa. I don't think I'd be doing that. Yes. I wouldn't risk it. Because you know some, you might be walking through one of the poop piles. You have no idea. It's so disgusting. 
So um, not that I ever wanted to go to Burning Man, but Never. now I definitely don't Never. ever plan on ever going. Never. Well, and I don't want to yuck your yum. If that's your thing, then that's cool. It's just so funny. The other thing that I don't like about it, and I've seen in the past, is models that dress like crazy. They're like in a they're like in like a crazy like sequin bathing suit, but then wearing like ski boots and like mm -hmm. a like an Indian headdress. And you're like, I don't know what's happening here. But here, here's the thing, though. In my experience at festivals like that, like where people dress like that, it's like that's what you see on Instagram, but the percentage of people that are actually doing that is very small, yeah. and the majority are just hippies doing drugs. Yeah, which I'm all you know? for. Yeah. But my thing is, is that if I wanted to go do that, I would just go to Bonnaroo or Lollapalooza or Coachella or something. Yeah. Because Elect Honestly, Electric Forest, that was the place to do it, let me tell you but guys. So, and I don't know this, it's but fun. does Burning Man have like musical acts? I think that's just DJs, right? I think it's mostly electronic music. Yeah. I would assume mostly DJs, if not all. But hey, listen, that's your thing. That's your thing. That's awesome. It's not funny, but it's so funny. You don't get the burn you want, you get the burn you need, man. Oh, dude. So. Oh, man. And I guess I needed to go to work. Well, you need to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> Today, probably, but you're still stuck there, so you can't. Mm, yeah. Can't wait for the docuseries. Yeah. What else happened? Oh. What? This one's heartbreaking to me. Oh, no. We lost one of the greats. We did. Uh, and here's the thing. You know, there was. I feel like there was a time in which Jimmy Buffett was cool to like, and then not cool and then became a really cool again. And I think that that was, I don't think that was ever anything that was actually really happening. That was me aging. <laughs> I was about to say, I think every, you could say that about just about anybody. Yeah, because I was thinking about it. Like when I was a kid, my parents, we'd go, you know, to the beach or whatever, or we'd go houseboating and we'd play Jimmy Buffett and I loved it. I loved Jimmy Buffett. And then I started getting older and I was like, uh, look, that's not cool. Jimmy Buffett's not cool. And then I started getting a little bit older and like read his books and stuff and realized like his story is crazy. He used to be a drug runner and all this stuff. Pilot and, you know, boat, bringing drugs over on his boat and his plane and shit. And then I was like, Jimmy Buffett's cool. And then now I'm like, you know, I'm like my parents' age again. Every boat trip, I'm like, fucking Jimmy Buffett radio, let's go. But anyways, we lost Jimmy Buffett. I imagine that your dad was friends with Jimmy. Could be. I'm not. I'm not sure though. It's not. I don't remember hearing him t tell stories about him. But yeah. Yeah. I love. I love Jimmy Buffett, and he's pour one out for him. He did leave us with such a discography. Totally. I was telling Sarah this. I was like, I'm so happy that I got to see him live in concert. I don't G think I ever did. Oh my God! You were never a parrot head, dude. Mm -mm. Just the vibes at a Jimmy Buffett show are unlike any vibes I've ever experienced. Vibes. And we did, a, did this years ago where I was like, I think that Jimmy Buffett might be the smartest man who's ever walked the earth. He made his own beer company called Landshark. Mm -hmm. And they only sell Landshark at his concerts. You have to pay Jimmy Buffett to drink the beer, genius. which is so genius. And then he had a song called Margaritaville. And then he made a chain of restaurants called Margaritaville. Genius and uh, just the best. I'm so bummed about that. Yeah. Did you also see the lead singer of Smash Mouth died? No. When was that? This was today. Steve Harwell died at 56. Damn. Of? Acute liver failure. Oh, shit. What? Told me the world is gonna 
She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Fed to the rules and I hit the ground running. Didn't make sense not to live for fun. Your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see, so much love with it in the back streets. You'll never know if you don't go. Oh, that's a great Classic. song. It's a great song. Another one that I feel like we made fun of, but okay, it's a good song. I think as an artist, that's what you want. You want to get to the point where people are making fun of the song. Yeah. It, because what's happening really is that that means that everyone's playing it too much. Totally. And you're like, okay, enough. Mm -hmm. But then they also did this one, right? This was used in so many movies. So many movies. And TV. Anyways, that sucks, dude. We're losing. We're losing a lot of good folks I these know. days. I know. It's a bummer. So sad. But don't worry, wife. Tears. We're still here. We for will, now. For now. <laughs> I'm getting up there. Let me tell you. Same. Same. I um just went on this little family vacay. You know. Yeah. And all of Dom's kids went with us, mm -hmm. and they're all, I love all of them. They're all four amazing, but they are so young. Yeah. And I have never felt older in my whole life. Well, yeah. <laughs> then going on a vacation with, um, let's see, two of them are 20, one's 22, and then the other one's 24. Dude, well, I went to Portugal with my nieces and nephews, and they're all, like, between the ages of 18 and 10. Oof. You know what's crazy to me? They're all on Snapchat. I hate Snapchat. Same. I don't use it at all. But like, and that's how they all communicate with one another. I know. They don't, it's so crazy. They don't text message. They just use Snapchat. No. Yep. Which is bonkers. But it also makes sense Wild. because you can't get in trouble. Your parents can't be like, wait, what did you say? That's so true. I you know? think about that. I remember I got nailed once in high school because I'd left my uh, AOL Instant Messenger chat up. And so my mom went through and read it. No. Yeah. And I was See, like, my parents didn't know how to use technology enough to go oh, through that. God, I wish. Wish my parents were stupid. We're not stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like they still can't do it. Like, yeah, no, 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 no. They've never been able to work a computer. I know. So that's good. You were just on a plane because you went on that vacation. I was on a plane. Mm -hmm. I have I have a I have a bone to pick with airlines. Oh, this is every week with you. Every week. But what <laughs> Hey, airlines, can we get some more paper towels in the bathroom? Why are there never any paper towels left in the bathroom? I feel like the, the, the thing doesn't hold enough. So the time I go up there to use it, I, I got to use a tissue. And there's nothing I hate more than having to dry your hands off of the tissue because it sticks to your hands, you know? Uh-huh. Do you know what I'm talking about? Every, every time I go there, I'm and it's also hard to find, too. You're like, where is it? I don't think I have this problem, but by all means, rant. Oh, my God. By all means. Ugh. Um. I will say, though, I feel like these days people not wanting to give up their seat is a big deal. Oh, yeah. You see a lot about this on TikTok and everything. Uh -huh. So the uh, the flight I took, I flew across the ocean, you guys. So like long flight. I'm talking seven and a half hours. Mm -hmm. And I was in business class. Um, but it wasn't quite the same as, as like Europe business class. I don't know. It, it felt more cramped. And it was the... The seats were like two, you know, two and two. Mm -hmm. But if you sat in the window, you had no aisle access. 
which is horrible. I mean, it's like you either have to ask someone to get up yeah. or you have to step over them, which some on some planes, I feel like there's enough room that I can hop over somebody's legs and like not, they wouldn't even notice if they were sleeping. But this was not really the case. Like it was just really tight quarters. So the flight there, I had a win- fucking window seat. So I only got up like once in the seven and a half hours, which is, I, I I just hate feeling trapped. Like I can't, like I feel like then I can't drink enough water because I don't have to get up and pee and it's like a whole thing. So on my flight home, I, I like made sure that I was able to have an aisle seat. So I'm getting on the plane and I'm putting my shit down and the guy in the fucking window next to me is like, hey, my wife's across the aisle. Ah. We would love to sit together. Do yeah. you mind switching? And I said, oh, if she's in an aisle seat and I can keep my keep an aisle seat, I'm totally oh down to switch. Yeah. I totally get it. And he's, he's like, yeah. And then like I look over and then he's like, well, actually, I get I guess not. Like, I guess. I guess like the like that's the problem there or on the other side is like the guy in the aisle doesn't want a window seat. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, but on the way here, I had the window seat and like I just couldn't get up to use the bathroom and I kind of pee a lot. And like I was like, I like I was like, I totally get why you guys want to sit together. I was like, but because I just like schlepped it here in the window, I just like can't give it up. Schlepped it in business schlepped class. Schlepped it here in the window. And he was like, all good, no worries. But here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. I get it. Like, I get it. Like, it's tight quarters. You don't want to sit next to a stranger if you have the option to sit by somebody you know. Like, I totally get that angle of, like, my wife's there. Can we sit together? But also, you guys just spent a fucking week on vacation together 24-7. You guys can't fucking wait, go seven hours without fucking talking to each other and sitting next (laughs) to each other. Like, what? Come on. Like, a little break might be nice. You know what I'm saying? A heart of gold. Brandy Cyrus over here. I just, like, together yeah what's seven hours we're gonna sleep anyway what happens though is when they change planes and then all of a sudden the configuration changes and that then, does happen sometimes and that's not on them and i totally get that but i also i don't need to get up so but when sarah and i fly together she always has to have the oxygen She's the same way she gets up and goes pee all the I time i get up a lot yeah i drink a lot of water gotta stay hydrated also on the way there tmi but i was in my period and so mm. like i felt like i couldn't get up and change my tampon like all the stuff and it, it's just and you don't want to tell a stranger that, but like if somebody ever gives me attitude about it, I'll be like, hey, I'm on my period and like I need to change my tampon, yeah. so I need the aisle seat. And that shuts men up real yeah, quick, yeah, which yeah. is a great move. Why don't you yeah, just use that? I'll, well, I didn't, I don't know. I felt like I, he was nice. Like I didn't yeah. feel like I needed to be an ass. And um, also, like on a long haul flight, like I do beauty every couple of hours. I go in, I put a little face mask on, mm. I like to brush my teeth before I'm going to go to sleep. Really? Like, Oh yeah. So I and I sometimes I change clothes. Like I like to fly in shorts in the summer because it's so fucking hot. But then if I am on for so long and they they crank the air and I'm trying to sleep, like I want the option to put my sweatpants on. So I just need aisle access. All right. Well, it seems tough. I wish I was just playing this the entire time you were doing this. I did, if it makes anybody feel better, I did feel gu- guilt. Like yeah, I did feel should. a small amount of guilt. I was like, the, I was like, if I had a boyfriend or a husband, like I would probably want to sit next to them too. Mm-hmm. But also, it's seven hours. Like you're fine. I get it. It's seven hours. You guys live together. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> they are. <laughs> But here's the thing, if it, if it was on the way back, I'll give you that. But if it's on the way there and it's like their honeymoon or something. It was not on the way there. It was on the way home. I know. I know. All right. <laughs> Speaking of soundboards, I've got a new sound and I don't know when I'm going to use it or how I'm going to use it, but I like it. Okay? okay. I found it on TikTok. I'm scared. And I feel like, I mean, we all love this. What the fuck is happening here? We do. But this one, I don't know. It's got something. It's got something. 
I just need you to shut the fuck up Cause nobody asked you, bitch I need you to shut the fuck up, bitch Shut the fuck up, bitch Just shut the fuck up, bitch Shut the fuck up, bitch Bow, bow, shut the fuck up Shut the fuck up Bow, bow, shut the fuck up Shut the fuck up Bow, bow Shut the fuck up Shut the fuck up Bow, bow I think it's got potential. Mm. What do you think? Uh, yeah, it's all right. All right, you know what to say to that answer? I just need you to shut the fuck up because nobody asked you, bitch. I need you to shut the fuck up, bitch. Shut the fuck up. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, the first time I used it was good. I'm, I'm, I feel good about that. Oh. Okay, great. I'm so glad. <laughs> hey, if you ever find stuff like that, you need to send it to me to put it in the board. Okay. Because I do, I do think it's funny. <laughs> I'll be on the lookout. Okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, cool, cool. Good, good. Some YFTers sent me this, and it's so, it's so funny. Remember when there was, like, an article written about me, and I was like, I think an AI wrote this, or, like, yes. it was translated and translated incorrectly. So they sent it to me, and they were like, I think you need to read this on YFT. Do you remember Jenna Cooper? She was the one who dated Jordan Kimball. Yes. Blonde girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. This is an article about Jenna Cooper, and I guess she's now married to somebody else. Oh. And it makes kind of no sense. Headline. Who is Carl Hudson? Bachelor alum Jenna Cooper now has a husband. Here are the details. All right, off to a great start. Mm -hmm. Single man alum <laughs> Jenna Cooper and Carl Hudson have astonished everybody by getting hitched in private. Figure out insights regarding her significant other, including his age and total assets in this article. Okay? Jenna Cooper secretly marrying her accomplice, Carl Hudson. Were they bank robbers? What? Secretly marrying her accomplice, Carl Hudson, and shared the news on her Instagram. Several has been seeing someone a few years. Okay. As indicated by reports, the couple couldn't stand by the anymore and subsequently chose to run off. Cooper had been guessing this day for quite a while, and at long last, it come. <laughs> Who is Carl Hudson? Meet Bachelor alum Jenna Cooper's husband and their wedding photos explore despite the fact that Jenna Cooper couldn't observe love in actuality shows. <laughs> She tracked him down on significant other Carl Hudson outside the Bachelor Nation. I don't know what that meant. Cooper tried her karma on the beach and later Bachelor in Paradise Season 5, yet couldn't track down adoration. <laughs> she verged on wedding Jordan Kimball, yet their relationship finished after his fans erroneously blamed Cooper for cheating and attempting to obliterate her standing. <laughs> wow. Hudson and Cooper, me and immediately clicked. During their execution of Turks and Caicos. <laughs> they, they killed Turks and Caicos? What? During their execution of Turks and Caicos the previous summer, Carl proposed to Jenna. From that point forward, they have been arranging their wedding. In any case... The couple couldn't stand by anymore and in this manner chose to get hitched. They were in New Orleans for a ball game, however, chosen to steal away. Afterwards, the couple portrayed their choice as tomfoolery and unconstrained. So, okay, so what I think they're trying to say is that they, they like eloped? 
Yeah. And then said like we were joking. But the way that they wrote is they were in New Orleans for a ball game, however, chose to steal away. Afterwards, the couple portrayed their choice as tomfoolery and unconstrained. I think that's what they're saying, but I'm not sure. Well, they are definitely a robot. Yeah. Cooper shared their wedding pictures on her online entertainment stages. (laughs) I want to call my Instagram page my entertainment stage (laughs) from now on. This is my entertainment stage, everybody. (laughs) She additionally apologized to her loved ones and affirmed that there will be one more wedding festivity for them. How old is Carl Hudson? His age revealed that Carl is 35 years old at the age of starting 2022. Born in the year 1986, Hudson commends his birthday consistency on the 21st of September. That makes no sense. He experienced childhood in Raleigh, North Carolina, and burned through a large portion of his initial days there. In 2020, they were invited their first youngster. Okay, so they had a child. When anyone has a kid, I'm going to say, I'm gonna, <laughs> you've invited your first youngster into the world. <laughs> the girl's name is Presley Bell Hudson. We desire to share more data about this family straight away. That's something a robot would say for sure. Definitely. What is Carl Hudson's net worth? Carl Hudson comes from rich family, and his total assets is assigned around $50 million. Ooh, Whoa. Girl. Whoa. He is an authorized business and land agent and has been in this field for over 10 years. Hudson got his land permit in 2011 from the CCIM Institute and now rehearses in North Carolina, South Carolina, and Georgia. So that's kind of it. I just can't wait for Sarah and I to invite our first youngster into the world. Can't you know? And yeah. you know how we're going to tell people? Hmm. I'm going to make an announcement on my online entertainment stages. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to do that. It's so stupid, but so funny. This is on TVGuideTime.com. I don't even know if that's a thing. But if there's someone at TV Guide there that like that like that is like going through, someone should be fired mm-hmm, for, for sure. allowing that to be on a site. Agree. But you know what? This is getting a lot of buzz because I'm opening it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I guess. What the fuck is happening here? Yeah. Well, um, I watched the Ultimatum reunion. Okay. And? And I am severely disappointed at the lack of drama oh. on the reunion show. Oh. Yeah. I was wanting it to be really juicy. I feel like there was so much opportunity for drama and everyone was just really boring. Also, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched Ultimatum and you don't want me to ruin the ending, you should fast forward 45 seconds. Okay, go. Okay. Um, The fact that every couple ended up engaged, none of those people need to be together. This is none that, like, it'll be a miracle if one of them pans out. Yeah. Honestly, I think the best chance is James and, and Ryan just because that they have been together for so long, like since they were kids. And I and I think Ryan is a very mature person. And if James can pull his shit together, like they'll probably be OK. But I'm seriously worried about the rest. There's no way in hell that Roxanne is marrying that guy like they I, I they're not going to get they're just not going to get married. They're not because she doesn't like him enough. She yeah. just doesn't like him enough. Okay. Anyway, I was just like really, you know, wanting it to be better. Oh, also, you know, I was questioning whether the girl, the couple that left, you know, early, if they were really pregnant, they are. Mm. I was, which I was, you know, I was wanting it. I want, I was wanting it to be fake. That would have been more dramatic. That would have been funnier. So anyway, it was fine. So they're going to invite a loved one into the world. Yeah. Cool. 
Cool, cool. I hope they announce it on their entertainment pages. Entertainment stages. Oh, stages. Sorry. Come on. <laughs> it's much funnier. If it's a stage. <laughs> sorry, stage. All good. Yeah. So I watched that. Um, I'm still watching The Crowded Room. I know we touched on it last yeah. week, but um, I'm still, it's taking me a minute to get through it. I do feel like it's a bit slow, okay. but not bad. Yeah. So I'm I'm halfway through and I, I have some questions, but I think I'm going to wait until I'm a couple more episodes in to start asking my questions. Got it. I'm all caught up on Ahsoka. I love this Star Wars show. I do. I'm so into it that I started like, I went back and watched Obi-Wan, mm-hmm. which was good. I'm a big Osaka guy. like it a lot. Oh, and we started watching the second season of, of Invaded. Invasion? Invasion. Yeah. It's good. It's fine. So the, the problem that I had with Invasion the first time was I, I didn't get enough of the aliens. I was like, I need more aliens. I don't, you know. Oh, yeah. And now the aliens are aliens? like, they are fucking people up. And I like the way that they've created these aliens too. Okay, cool. It's good. I never got into that show. Maybe I should start it. It's good. But the, the first season is a little slow because you're like, I want to see more aliens. I got into yeah. this for the for the aliens. Totally. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for The Golden Bachelor. I'm too, actually. I will say that. And, and, and after talking to a producer who, who worked on it this weekend, she was like, it's really good. Like, it's, Wait, it, this might have been fake news, but is Matt James's mom on the show? Yes, she is, apparently. I love that. I, I loved know. her. My mom wanted to go on it, and I was like, I don't know. I can't protect you. I would have loved that. I know so much. We'll see how it goes. There might be if there's a season two, maybe maybe we'll we'll send Donna. Maybe we'll get her on there. there. That would be too good. Yeah, but let me tell you something. If my mom's going on it, I'm like going to be there the entire time. I'm bartending for this entire season. I need to make sure that like she doesn't get in trouble. She doesn't say something stupid. I must protect my mother at all costs. (laughs) I can see her saying some shit where you're like, "Whoa, dude, you can't say that." Oh yeah, yeah. Well. If you could hear the my other podcast, like the amount of times I have to say we have to cut that. Oh yeah, because you can't say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is a lot. But I think that's what, what's going to be great about this show is because it's going to be a I bunch know. of older older women being like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to say whatever I want to say. Yes, I'm excited about that. Um, new season of Virgin River is dropping next oh, week. Nice. I freaking love that show. Also, I think the new season of The Morning Show is about to come out this week. Ooh, I love that show. Me too. I have some sports stuff that I like to talk about. The U.S. Open? No, but... I've been watching it a little. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm Coco Goff is doing great. She's our American. That's doing... Amer- yep, and then and then uh, Tafoe, our, uh, our our male American, is doing really good, too. It's been mm-hmm. over 20 years since an American man has won the U.S. Open, which is crazy. Well, all the hotties are not American, I'll tell you that right no, now. No, no. Well, there's, that, there's an Italian guy who's very attractive. There's also a Greece guy, that, a Greek guy, yeah. that's very, very hot. Tennis players are hot. I know. You know what? I've been invited to the U.S. Open twice now, and I haven't gone. I think I got to go next year. Got to go. Flushing Meadows, man. Queens. I know. I think I got to go. Also, I played um, my first – I've played tennis for the first time ever this past week. Yeah. I really love it, and I'm kind of good at it. You should do it then. It's a great great workout. I I know. The one one part about it I don't love is all the running. (laughs) Like having to run back and forth. Yeah. But the rest of it's super fun. Dom plays my mom's new husband. Mm. He he loves tennis. He plays a lot, and he gave me a little lesson. and And he was like, for never ever holding a tennis racket, he was like, you actually have like natural ability. He was like, you're an athlete, and I was like, I know, yeah, I know. But I do think I might start taking tennis at least take, like take some lessons so that I know what I'm doing, and then like find some friends to play with. Maybe I know pickleball is all the rage. Yeah, but I want to play tennis. I think you sh- I think you should play both because. They're completely different. If your problem is the running portion, then you pickle should play pickleball. Yeah, I love the outfit. The fits are fire. 
Yeah. Anyways, do you have any musics? Because last week all we did was play Miley's new song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Zach Bryan put on an album. That's what I was it, gonna do. It's phenomenal. Yeah. This song with Casey Musgraves. Casey. Yeah, it's really good. I love the Fear and Fridays poem that the album starts with. Yeah. It's crazy that he's dating that chick from um, Barstool. It's so weird. I mean, Do I don't know. I think that's so weird. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I mean, she's famous and she's attractive. So. That yeah, seems weird. I know a lot of people don't like that they're dating. Just seems like a weird pair, but I, what do I know? Yeah. What is it? Kelsey Bellarini and the guy from fucking Outer Banks. That one seems weird, too. No, they were like made for each other. I don't know. Oh, I think they're cute as fuck. Anyways, this song is amazing. Zach Bryant, I Remember Everything featuring Casey Musgraves. Rock girl whiskey's gonna ease my mind Beach town dress on the drying line Do I remind you of your daddy in his 88 Ford? Labrador hanging out the passenger door The sand from your hair is blowing in my eyes Blame it on the beach, grown men don't cry Do you remember that beat down basement couch? I'd sing you my love songs and you'd tell me about how your mama ran off and pawned her ring I remember, I remember everything A cold shoulder at closing time You were begging me to stay till the sun rose Strange words come on out of a grown man's mouth When his mind's broke Pictures in passing time You only smile like that when you drink I wish I didn't, but I do remember every moment on the nights with you. Ugh. It's good. It's so good. It's good. The line of, do I remind you of your father in my 88 Ford Labrador Retriever hanging out the passenger door? You're like, oh, that's a good line. Good line, Zach. I think I'm going to go see him at Pilgrimage Festival. I want to go to that. I can't. And I'm like, please, God, let Casey Musgraves come out and sing that song with him. Of course she will. What's she going to do? She got to take, she got to schlep all the way from Franklin over to Franklin. Uh, I think she lives in e- East Nashville. East Nasty? Yeah, okay. But yeah. You got things coming up? What do I have coming up? Um, I've got a horse show this week. So like snooze fest for you guys, kind of. Um, I don't know. But, you know, this is kind of the time of year where I slow down a little bit. That's nice. Yeah, it's, it is kind of nice. Like, I always internally slightly panic because I feel like I'm not working and that freaks me out. But I've I've worked a lot, so I'm trying not to panic. Um, and I'm trying to think about the next thing I have coming up. I mean, I'm playing in New York on Halloween weekend, and that kind of kicks off like the rest of my gigs for the year. And cool. then from there on out, I have some stuff. But uh, I'm chilling. Nice. Chilling. I have a wedding to go to. Nice. After next in Tahoe. Oh, love Tahoe. It's gonna be so fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to San Francisco to do an iHeart. Radio thing. I don't know exactly what I'm doing, but I'll be there doing it. And then cool. Sarah's going to Fashion Week, so she is. She's I got doing, out of that. Yeah. And then I'm down for a little bit, and then I got another wedding to go to. I'm not going to be officiating. So many weddings. We have. I think we have seven weddings this year. Thank God we're on strike. We wouldn't, have, yeah. we wouldn't be able to go to any of them. I know. All right, wife well, tears. We love you. Um, love y'all. We'll see you next week. See you then. 
Pour one out. Pour out a big pitcher of margaritas for the man, the myth, the legend, Jimmy Buffett. Nothing to show but this brand new tattoo. But it's a real beauty. A Mexican cutie. How it got here, I haven't a clue. Wasted. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.